Hi guys, I'm Lily Pebbles. I'm Anna Newton and this is At Home With. We've just left the lovely Giovanna Fletcher. It was so nice. We've actually never met her before, so it was really nice to meet her properly. And yeah, it was our first guest that we hadn't actually met, like face-to-face before, but we've always I wanted so. to meet her. Yeah, I feel like I know her from the internet. The internet and her books that we've read, and she was such a cool girl. I yeah. feel like I want her to be my mum friend. She's so, so nice. She gave us a little tour of her house, and we sat in the kitchen, we chatted about her YouTube career, we went into her office, spoke a bit more about books. Books. <laughs> Writing books. We spoke about babies. You know me and Lily, we love to talk about babies. We did. So we did discuss that for a bit. And then also her seven-day expedition that she's doing with an Olympian. Oh my God. There's also a surprise guest that comes in halfway through. There is. Let's not give it all away. I feel like we're giving, <laughs> giving it all away. So you guys are going to have to listen. Um, so this is At Home with Giovanna Fletcher. So we're here with Giovanna Fletcher. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having us in your home. Thank you. It's so nice. We just came in. We're like, oh my God, it's so open and bright. It's so bright. There's like skylights everywhere. You kind of need sunglasses at this time of day. Yeah. see anything. (laughs) So Giovanna, for those of you who might not know, is an actress, an author, a mummy YouTuber, an amazing singer. Amazing singer. (laughs) There's a lot of flashes for you. Yeah, it really is. Just like collecting them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So thank you so much for having us here. We're so excited to chat to you today. Um, I feel like we should describe where we are before we start. This is, I'm guessing, your kind of living kitchen. Mm-hmm. You spend most of your time in this area. Yes, yes. And it's just been recently redone. Yeah, this actually wasn't here. This was the patio. Oh. And uh, yeah, so we had an extension done. And uh, I just love it. I've always loved the idea of having a proper open space so we've got the kitchen then what will be the dining area the tables and chairs that are there are all absolutely wrecked and they'll be changed uh, and then there's a living room area down the end and then the kids playroom off this off that and I like the fact that when it means that when we're cooking or cleaning up after dinner everyone can be in the one area because yeah. we work basically at the front of the house and the back of the house is all was all family time I love a social kitchen yeah very important yeah. I mean we're sitting up to your what are these called again like an island. Like oh, yeah, I mean, an island. island. It's bigger than an island. <laughs> yeah, it's a massive, lovely island. It's just so nice. We can just sit here and chat and we're in the sun. Yeah. And also, we have to talk about the colour of your kitchen cabinet. I know, yeah. it's quite bold, isn't it? Very. They're like, like a forest green. That's exactly how I was going to describe it. A forest green. Really, really nice. And you've got a jukebox in the corner. I know. Which is, oh, yeah. Does it, does it actually work? Yeah, it works. But it works with CDs and you can also, um, uh, it's like a USB port thing. Oh, that's very And clever. with the Sonus as well. Oh, that's yeah, so really it kind cool. Of does everything. Damn it, you're going to have to try and find a kitchen that you can. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. And as I love this light up, let's stay home light. Yeah, I know. It's really very cool. That's my very mantra nice. for life. I know. Basically, <laughs> I love home. You the I know, same? we're so unsociable. We'd rather just stay in and just chill out. Yeah. yeah. Netflix and chill, but actually exactly. Netflix actual, and chill. Actual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. No funny business. No, no, no. I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> you've lived here for like 11 years, but you've just recently completely redone the whole thing. Yeah. And it's taken you about a year, did you say? Yeah. And I think it was that thing where we just got to the point where we were that, oh, like, either we move and find somewhere new or actually we just change what we have and we just love the area we love our neighbors um we love how close it is to tom's parents and i i feel like it was one of those things because my family at essex whereas tom's are near harrow and we could move in between the two but then you're neither here nor there yeah. whereas now if we need help someone could be there sort of straight away 
So, um, yeah, we just loved it. So we thought, let's just do it up. And I love so it. Beautiful. And also because we actually bought the show house. So Did you? Yeah, we were 20, well, 20 21. Oh, wow. So it's Tom coming in the door now, ruining <laughs> our podcast. Sorry, we like background, <laughs> background yeah. noise. <laughs> um, yeah, we were, Tom was 20, I was 21. And, uh, and this, so we could have bought somewhere and done it up. And, uh, but, you know, Tom was busy on tour all the time. And, and we just knew that we wouldn't have the time. So we just saw this and we're like, yes, let's buy this. He's trying to be so quiet. Hi. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally tiptoeing in. So but it's miracle grow. <laughs> okay. Bye. It's amazing you've completely transformed it. Bye. Yeah, but at the time, we literally, our moving in day at 20 and 21, we literally put all of our stuff that was all, you know, Ikea flat pack furniture in the garage and moved our suitcases upstairs into the wardrobes and then we were like putting on a kettle at 10 because yeah. everything oh, was here. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. But it meant that loads of stuff actually over time we realised it wasn't our taste. It felt like yeah. waking up in a hotel and yeah. it was amazing. But um, yeah, we basically littered it with toys and stuff like that. <laughs> amazing. So now everything's exactly to your taste. Yeah, and exactly. You obviously both have like massive character you've, like, you've put your personalities into it mm. which I think is really nice there's home. like musical instruments in every single corner <laughs> yeah. of the house I love the mini kids drum kit in the corner yeah. oh my god they've got like a soundproof thing on it but they're still loud but it kind of dampens it a little bit you're never going to have a quiet house really no no, no. musical kids right no. We will chat about that later on and also about your books. But how did you get into the YouTube space? How did that come about? YouTube was a bit of a funny one. Basically, Tom's sister Carrie was doing it. So Carrie Fletcher, she was uh, doing the YouTube thing. And then Tom got involved and they were doing like this Dear Tom, Dear Carrie thing. Yeah. And Tom always said to me, you know, you should do it. You'd be really good at it. And I was like, meh, don't know. Don't know if it's for me. Don't know about this YouTube malarkey. So what were you doing before that? Uh, so I was acting and then I got into writing. So writing was my thing. Because um, I've only been doing YouTube stuff now for about two and a half, actually, yeah, two and a half years. That's quite a long time. Uh, <laughs> but um, i just become a mum. I was uh, writing and actually I realised that when you're writing, you're on your own most of the time. You're not actually socialising at all. Uh, and um, so I just thought, you know what, I'm going on holiday. I'm going to Italy. Let's just capture this one trip. And if I like it, great, I'll upload it. If not, then it doesn't matter. And I did it and uh, spoke to camera afterwards, did this whole, you know, there's my video and if you like it, maybe <laughs> I'll come back to that type thing. Um, and then I just started doing it a few weeks in a row and I loved it. I think the best thing that Tom ever said to me actually was treat the camera like it's your friend. And, yeah. uh, and when I don't vlog now, I actually miss it. Yeah, oh, that's, that's nice. Really weird, isn't it? I think it's really nice of people to get to know you a bit more because obviously mm. you guys uploaded Tom's speech at your wedding about yeah. four years ago and that went completely viral and then <laughs> you announced your pregnancy and then I think from there you kind of started uploading regularly. You yeah. do your like mum days vlogs, yeah. which are really nice. And I think it's just nice to show so much like more of your personality, especially people who are reading your books. Yeah, yeah. I think and it also comes I... across as well. Like I, I do feel like you chat to the camera in that way. Yeah, definitely. Oh, good. Which is nice. Well, I think especially in the, uh, in the early days of McFly and stuff, when social media was just start starting up, you saw like people saying stuff about you that wasn't true. And, and I think actually what Twitter did, especially on MySpace, first of all, it gave people a direct contact to you, which meant yeah. that if they were going to form a judgment about you, it was actually true because it's come directly from you rather than, you know, having these fake accounts or whatever where people are like forcing people to see a different side of you that's not real or whatever like they're making stuff up and interacting with people we found a lot of the time people were interacting pretending to be me or so that's the main reason I joined Twitter all those years ago um so yeah getting myself out there rather than 
people just assuming things about me. Yeah, like, hey, judge me for me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Judge me if you want to. (laughs) So let's talk about being an online mummy. Obviously, you decided to start sharing your your journey as becoming a mum online. Like, what's that like? And how did it feel at the beginning? To be honest, um, I think the thing about it is that we are completely in control of what we share. Like, yeah. there's probably some areas that I wouldn't say, oh, I'll never do that. But if I if I got to it, and I thought, actually, I'm uncomfortable sharing that, then I just won't share it. Mm. So it's completely up to you. Like, we all know across yeah. our channels, it's up to us to, no one's forcing us to put content out there. So it's about us being comfortable in what we share. And um, so, yeah, I never feel uh, too pressured about it. And there might be some times where I'm a bit like, oh, I've not, sh- I've not even shared photos of the boys for so long because either it's all about us or, you know, it's backs of heads and not intentionally. It's just, that's the way that it's played out. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I don't think I've ever been one to kind of plaster the boys' faces across everything because I think I am a bit wary of making sure there's a balance. Yeah. Yeah, I think when you're, yeah. Cause I know that we're sharing our lives, but, and we are sharing segments of theirs, yeah. um, but it's just making sure that it's not going to come back and bite them in the arse. If you're right, it's, you have total control over it, which yeah. is really nice. And yeah. Do you take each situation kind of as it comes? Definitely. Like, so when it comes to sharing, you're like, yeah, I feel comfortable with this. Or mm-hmm. you just know, is that like a gut reaction that you yeah, have? Definitely, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's all about gut reaction. Um, and everything we share with boys <clears throat> is literally from us. There's nothing. We've never done a magazine deal or anything like that. It's literally just straight from us, which um, I think we really, we just enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. And I can imagine, obviously, I'm not a mum myself, but the kind of mummy community and being able to share experiences with other people um, and also just you sharing your experience, I think, mm. can it help a lot of other people. Like, what's the com- mummy community like online? It's lovely. Is it's it? really, really lovely. I think there's a whole, this, this whole big thing of we are not alone because yeah. it is so, um, so isolating, I think, sometimes being a mum and you feel judged all the time. So I think listening to other mums and, uh, and communicating and realising that actually we're all facing the same, yeah. like, the same things on a daily basis and, and we all feel like we're failing and getting it wrong. And we all feel like our kids are the only ones doing certain things. We're actually, we're all in it together. Um, So I think that's something that's really growing online, especially Instagram, I'd say, actually. Yeah, I agree. I see it more and more Mm. on Instagram. Um, It's kind of easier to do as well, a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Vlogging and editing is like a whole other thing. Is there any kind of mum blogs that you like or you read? Um, The Unmumsy Mum, Mother Pucker, um, Hurrah for Gin, um, Hurrah for Jin, what a great name. Yeah, and she's so funny. I love that that's a mum blog. <laughs> yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah, Hurrah for Jin. <laughs> she sounds like the sort of mum I need yeah. to be reading about. Well, she, it's all like little drawings with her, and they're really, really funny. She released a book last year with Hodder. I think she's got another book coming out this October. Yeah, there's a plug for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's really, really funny, really lovely. Uh, Clemmie Telford, mother of daughters, who's a midwife. She's uh, she got, She's had two older children, and then around the same time I had Buddy so a year and a bit ago she had twins uh twin girls so she's got four daughters obviously four mother daughters. Daughters. I think I know I think uh, my brother-in-law is obsessed with her husband's Instagram, oh yeah like father of daughters yeah father of daughters it's amazing they have that. a lot of daughters he's yeah. so funny and actually Clemmy said that Simon's sometimes walking down the street and he gets oi fod fod <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah. that's so nice I think the mum community sometimes like we're not part of that yet but sometimes it gets maybe a bad rap and like it's so nice to hear you saying like actually well, it's been a few fine. articles I mean it's the Daily Mail isn't it and they'll pick up on what they want to pick up on um and uh yeah I just think um if you're actually a part of it 
then you realise that it's not bashing each other, it's actually yeah. building each other up. So and women supporting women. Women, you know, it's not that, it's not even about being a mum, it's about going, I support you and, you know, you're not alone, that type of thing. That's right. I mean, it's the same with us as beauty and fashion. People always say that we're all very competitive, but mm. you're actually not when you're in it. I think yeah. it just seems different from the outside. I like that. Yeah. Is there any moments where you've posted something and you've been like, oh, I really, I'm so glad I posted that because I felt really shit about it and now it, I think anything body related actually Um, because I have these moments sometimes I think we all we all do anyway I think as women generally and then I think when you become a mum and you know I've had two children my body's changed a lot you go through these dips where sometimes you feel absolutely amazing about what your body's achieved and other times you're stood in your wardrobe crying because nothing will fit Mm. and um and I think it's about sharing that. And actually, whenever I have a moment of feeling like, actually, you know what? It's amazing. My body's done an amazing thing and I should give it more love. I do share those things because I think it spreads. And yeah. then I think whenever I see that, if I'm having a down moment and Style, style Me Sunday posts something, then it kind of makes me go, oh, yeah, you know, they, they, you're totally right. And I'm viewing this in the wrong way. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say body stuff generally. Uh, yeah. I'm really happy I post once I do and you talk a lot about that in your book your new mm. book which we'll come on to in a minute but before that you, you you're a novelist you've got yeah. like a million novels <laughs> how, many, <laughs> how many do you actually have like four four, four novels two novellas and yeah one non-fiction amazing mm. how did that come around well I was acting and um so I went to drama school got an acting degree did a few plays in London and then um it all went really really quiet and uh, I found it really difficult not having control of what I was doing with my life mm. um, and just waiting for your agent to phone. Yeah. And then your agent blanking your calls, you know, it's always great. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so I started this, I read The Secret basically, and I started this blog that was all about positivity. So I posted quotes that I loved, pictures that I took when I went out on walks, anything that I loved. I just wanted it all in one place. Uh, and then at the same time, I started doing um, some work for Heat magazine. So I went in uh, and covered like uh, the editorial assistant every now and then. I did their book reviews. So every now and then they'd send me a book and I'd have to review it and whatever. And, um, <clears throat> but it meant that some P- uh, PRs and publicists and stuff started sending me books anyway. So I'd put m- more book reviews on my blog as well. And there was just this one book where the author, I gave her five stars in Heat magazine, <laughs> and uh, the author invited me along to her book launch. And when I was there, I met her agent and her agent said to me, have you ever thought about writing? And I just think, Back then, I, I, I've always read, always read, but I just think, well, I thought that it was something that really, really, really intelligent people who had studied, you know, English since they were two and you know, whatever, <laughs> um, so they didn't. I just thought, I, I don't know if I'm up to the challenge. And uh, so I went away, uh, but, you know, she was like, well, if you ever do, you know, contact me. And I was like, okay. So I went away with a number. And then actually another friend of mine who's an author, Dorothy Coombson, um, we went up for lunch one day and I, I didn't tell her anything about this, but she was uh, just saying how the one thing that uh, most people ask her um, when she meets them and she tells them that she's a writer, they always say, oh, I'd love to write a book. I'd love to do that. And she always says, well, do it then. Because unless you do it, it's one of those things, unless you do it, nothing could ever happen with it. Yeah. So literally, it's, it's, she lives in Brighton, so it was a long journey home. And I was just thinking about it. And I was like, why? Well, I just got to do it. If I, if I like, get rid of the doubt, because if I do it and it's rubbish... Then that's fine. I no just hide it and no know. one needs yeah. to know. If I do it, it's great. Then I could be onto something. So I emailed the agent. Well, I came home, wrote out three different summaries, quite detailed. Uh, sent them over to the agent, and I was like, "Look, I'm feeling inspired. These are my three ideas." And uh, and together we kind of picked one, and then I just uh, ran with it. And we sent it out to loads of publishers and got rejections. Uh, but Penguin came forward and were like, 
we'd really like it. So if you, you know, come and come and work with us. So I went to Penguin for a two book deal first of all, and now we're on our fifth and sixth book. That's yeah, so and good. it's all kind of you know it wasn't where I saw my life going at all. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel like with the acting stuff, I can kind of put all my acting training into writing because you're always talking about relationships and situations and. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like I'm, I'm channeling, channeling it in a different way. Yeah, I think it all ties in really yeah. well. Definitely to be able to imagine a story like that mm. as well. So whilst we're on the topic of books, should we go into your office? Yes, Where come. it all happens, the magic happens. <laughs> magic happens. <laughs> Very true, though. It's a lovely room. now in your lovely office which has newly been redone as yes. well um, I've been upgraded I had a small a smaller room and I don't know I don't even know how this happened but we decided that the front of the house would all be work related so I got the bigger bigger room it's amazing and it's such a lovely I mean a lovely airy space like the rest of your home but also girly yeah and we were saying Ellie you've got three guys in the house you're outnumbered so yeah. this is definitely your space and there's an amazing like blush pink love seat are they called love seats they're like it's like a mini sofa big mm-hmm. big armchair with a cat on yeah, it yeah the cat's having a great time there <laughs> lying in the sun <laughs> well I was a bit worried so I did the flowery wallpaper and I knew that I wanted the door pink and I was suddenly like is it going to be too pink so I went for this sort of cornflower blue I'd like say cornflower yeah. blue yeah. cabinets and then you've got some books out you've got a lovely display with all of your books <laughs> my own stuff this is my yeah. oh, <laughs> celebrity <laughs> mom of the year as well you know, just like, I'm not sure if I'll put that up but it filled the space and an InStyle Project 13 award mm. Lily got one of those. I do. Yeah. Um, And your new book. Yeah, my new book. It's a happy mum, happy baby. Yes. It is hilarious. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I really, really liked it. It's a complete overshare. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I I liked writing it because rather than with fiction, you have to really think about every single aspect. You know, whatever you say in one area, it's going to affect something else. And whereas this, it's kind of, you know everything, like... I knew everything about it because it's me. Yeah. I didn't have to research stuff. And I literally just let it rip, basically. It's like a brain dump. It really is. It really <laughs> yeah. is. And I, there are a few elements of it where I was like, should I share this? And I just went, let's just, let's just write it. And at the end, if, I, if I'm like, actually, I don't want to share about, you know. Did anything come out? No, no. Just, I got to the end and I was like, you know what? Let's just keep it all in. Because it's that m- milk boob I was story. Say that. yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> I was going to say, can we give a couple of spoilers? Because my favourite part of the book yeah. were the milk squirting boob into your friend yeah. at, at table. <laughs> and when you became obsessed with looking at yourself in a mirror down there. <laughs> Those are the funniest things. I was proper laughing out loud. Rich was like, what are you reading? I was like, you don't want to know. We've had to like tell our, tell our husbands, oh God, we've had to like say to them like, oh yeah, I'm just reading this like baby book, but it's just research. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it. Like, but I think there are so many things that happen after you give birth and no one, no one says anything about it. No one no. tells you. You know, you just expect it to, you've got this bundle of joy in your arms now and you've meant to embrace that. But actually... All this other stuff happens. It's kind of the stuff that happens to you, I think. Yeah. Because you know, you know, you know, a baby, they do their stuff and you have to change mm. them and you bath them in their umbilical cord and all that kind of stuff. I feel <laughs> like you kind of vaguely know that, but yeah. the stuff that actually happens to you, no one really talks yeah. about. Yeah. About how your true. boobs are going to change, your food's sore, you're passing things that aren't babies from down there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was a horrific day. Oh, I mean, that gosh. probably needs a bit of an explicit content there, but <laughs> yeah, we're putting E on the episode. <laughs> but I think, I think the book is, 
these are very like realistic but but still positive yeah outlook on it all it's yeah. lovely I think I've told it all with humor yes I think yeah yeah what was so was it enjoyable because it was just a, a brain dump oh, was it, it was fun so to write yeah really fun to write and I'm so glad that I've got it to look back on because my, yeah. my memory's like a sieve <laughs> and um so it's nice I'm sure in like a couple of years I'll read it and go oh yeah you know before I have my next child whenever that is I'll sit down and read it just to prepare myself do you think you would do a second one for like more like kids yeah because obviously your boys yeah. are growing up and I I've guess it's a whole different thing yeah I mean I've loved writing it so yeah I think I would I yeah think I would and also because I f- it feels like an extension of what I do online anyway um and it, it, yeah it's just been lovely to write and the the response from the readers has been un- unbelievable oh, I was gonna ask what yeah. it's been like that's nice yeah it really has like just people it's that feeling alone thing again and yeah. people feeling like they're failing or um because when you have a baby you, you're expected to just embrace and love every single aspect of it but actually it's really hard yeah. and um and when your friends are kind of like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm fine. You know, they've yeah. kind of got this barrier up because no one wants to admit that actually it's difficult. Um, so once people do start saying, I mean, it's not about moaning. It's not about saying, no. oh, this is difficult, you know. But it's about going, actually, I do enjoy, really enjoy those snuggles. But when I'm up at night, it's I find it really hard. And actually, I'm really tired right now. And mm. it's the sleep deprivation yeah. that gets me. My sister's got a three-week. Oh, baby, oh. it's all very, very fresh. It's her third as well. Okay. So she's like, I just want to not do anything with hard with two other kids. But yeah, she's very tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, sleep deprivation is awful. I literally, I remember so many nights waking up and just suddenly sort of checking my boob, like going everywhere in my body, kind of go, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And then realizing he was asleep in his oh, cot next to oh. you know. But you kind of worry that you've fallen asleep yeah. and feed or. Yeah, oh, Buzz, Buzz was really bad actually. He'd literally. He'd get up, I'd take, it would take so long to feed him because he was, he was little and he wouldn't latch on. So by the time I'd fed him, changed him, winded him, tried to get him back to sleep, it, that would all take like an hour and a half and he'd be up maybe an hour later to do the whole thing again. And it was like monotonous. Whereas oh. Buddy probably woke up, went to bed at seven, probably woke up about three and woke up at seven again. Do you think that's anything to do with... Probably us being a lot calmer. First yeah. child, second child. Yeah. I think yeah. first, yeah. Mm. I feel like that's quite a common story. Definitely. So you were talking earlier that there's more books on the yeah. horizon. So is that what you're working on now? Yeah, I'm not allowed to tell you anything about them. Oh, but damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always saying that. I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. And the publishers are always like, let's hold it back, hold it back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there are books. That's no, exciting. Yeah. Like, I always feel like with, with those kinds of things, you're used to kind of shooting a YouTube video, then like yeah. immediately putting it online mm-hmm. and being, this is what I'm doing, everyone. But with yeah. books, it's such like a secret thing. You have to be like, I promise I am working yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I am doing stuff. I have an Instagram story from my desk. I'm like, I am still writing, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find that this is the best place to get your writing done? Yes. Although I also love, um, I, I can write anywhere, to be honest. I love going to coffee shops. Just because there's a constant, you know, hub of noise around you and you can just get stuff done. It's great if there's no Wi-Fi and great if, you know, my phone's... Because, yeah, your emails pop up all the time. And um, so it's great if that's just not there because you can't get distracted. I I get distracted a lot. 
I did. I got. I saw your tweet last night. Did you see my tweet? I did a tweet last night that said I got distracted watching a video of an ant throwing another ant off Off the the side of a table. It was. was, I watched it. It was brutal. (laughs) But that was that was about three o'clock in the afternoon, and I was just like, "What is my life? Three to five just needs to be written off for me. Like I don't do anything productive during those hours. That was the low point. I was like, I'm watching an ant throw another ant off the table multiple times. How long's how long's the process like? It should be about a year. It should be. Okay. That's what I, my, early on, that was my aim. Whereas now, I guess there's two things. I'm getting quicker because I know my, my process. Um, but also I took six months out to have babies. So the time's getting, you know, shorter. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, it's all doable. It just means that people at the other end have to work a little bit quicker, basically. <laughs> You're like, basically their problem. <laughs> yeah, they, they can just like get me quicker. That'd be great. <laughs> but I mean, you know, they set the deadlines and they know, how busy I am and stuff, so it's fine. Well, should we head back in this way? Yeah. This is, oh, this sofa is oh. so comfortable. See, the thing is, so this has been here, this is part of the showroom stuff, so as soon as you started doing stuff, I was like, I can't wait for that to go. But I think because it used to be against a wall, it used to feel like it was really restrictive. Whereas now, because it's all open, it feels a lot nicer. And also the kids can wreck it and you can't really see it too bad. Yeah, it's really nice. We're in the little lounge bit now. So it's like attached to the kitchen, lovely Mm. fireplace. Oh, what is that? Is that a spider? Yeah, the buzz made at nursery. It's fun. Oh my god, <laughs> there's no tarantula in the room. Looks quite real. It's, it's made out of like made out of egg. I have to tell Buzz. It was so it was so good. Lily got scared. <laughs> Terrified. Um, so we were just talking about what you're working on now. Mm. You're also a boob ninja, right? Boob ninja for, yeah, for Copperfield charity, yeah. mm-hmm. and you're currently training. God, you tell us. I mean, it sounds epic. Yeah. So there's a trek to Amman in uh, November, and me and Greg Rutherford the Olympian they're <laughs> taking a bunch of a uh, bunch of women so and men uh, there's 60 of us all together and so we're split into two teams and Fabulous Magazine are covering it so it's it's meant to be uh, well it's sold as kind of us two being in challenge with each other so it's our teams against well, each that's other that's not fair he's an yeah, Olympian, he's an Olympian. Yeah. Yeah. I thought <laughs> Greg Rutherford's doing it he can carry me everywhere <laughs> but it turned out that they had other ideas um, but it's fine it's fine apparently it's just so that um, uh, everything is more it's easier to do with 30 people rather than 60 people so we're just when we're organising ourselves it's easier to organise uh, organize us but there will be challenges along the way I'm hoping they're not all going to be physical uh, but uh, it is a, is a uh, the trek is difficult it's like lots of steep hills and things like that so um I am now in training I've had my second training session I absolutely kill um, <laughs> yeah. oh what do you have to do for training see the thing is I think with four children I would have been like yeah this is fine but I'm just it's just so <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I literally exercise once a week and I die oh, I haven't exercised for about two months yeah now. Ooh, and really? yeah I know and every week Mark's like hey you're gonna go see a personal trainer this week I'm like ah next week next <laughs> week worst. people who enjoy week. exercise no. well I'm hoping <laughs> by the end of it you'll be like <laughs> because I'll be like yeah I'll have trained for five months by the time I go to Amman Amman's gonna be a really big deal and then I ho- I'm hoping that by then I've got this bug and I'm just like yeah this is my way of life yeah it'll yeah. be a massive achievement and yeah. so is it to raise money or raise money and raise awareness so it's both Mm. um and uh, I mean Copperfield just an amazing charity uh Chris the founder is a good friend of mine she's become a really good friend of mine um she emailed me about two years ago maybe a bit more and said uh I've got this idea for you know a team of people online because I mean we all have so much reach online and yeah um I think when we can use it to do something great 
it's yeah, I think that's the that's the it's a good that's deed in the, the day. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah, and um, yeah, because otherwise, what does it mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, so I, I went to meet her. Heard all about her story. Um, basically, she was 22 when she originally found a lump, and went to the doctor, and they said it was hormonal. You don't have to worry. Nothing, you know, nothing to nothing to see here. Uh, and uh, so she went travelling for eight months. Came back and uh, still had the lump. I think it was sore. I think there was discharge. Um, went to see uh, her doctor, but it was a you know like a general practitioner because. Uh, so, uh, her normal person wasn't there so it was someone else and the doctor was like no I agree it's hormonal you don't have to worry you know she was 23 by this time you've got nothing to worry about and then she went home and her mum was like when I'm not having this you know you need to get checked out properly and so when she went back to the first doctor who agreed to refer her they found out that it was breast cancer and a week later they found out that it was actually uh, stage four breast cancer <gasps> and secondary um yeah so she's now been living with cancer for eight years and uh wow. and at that time she decided to set up Copperfield well I don't know I, don't, I mean she hates the word inspirational she hates the word you know anything that's to <laughs> praise her but I just think I don't know how I would feel in that situation and if I, the first thing I would think of is this can't happen to other people yeah. Yeah. um but uh yeah and she also found that a lot of the things that are out there for, about breast cancer are aimed at people that are over 60 whereas actually there's a there's so many people under under 35 who get breast mm. cancer mm. so just raising that, that awareness of um not even scaring people about breast cancer it's just it's just that simple thing of getting to know your body so you know you know that if something's not quite right mm. to go to the doctor and it doesn't matter how you know how small or whatever it's better to get it checked um yeah, and I love it. And they do it, you know, they go to festivals, they go to schools. It's they have an amazing charity, yeah, yeah. it's so fun. They do it in such a fun way. It's such an accessible way. Um, Getting rid of the taboo, like talking about boobs, yeah. being embarrassed by it, and they're just like, this is how you have to check. Yeah, it's like, yeah. seal your boobs. Yeah. It's not embarrassing. Simple. Like, it could be life-saving. Yeah, it, so. exactly. Well, best of luck for your trip. Thanks. Will you be vlogging it? I will be. I will be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw something the other day. Was it on Instagram? You're like, I just walked up the stairs. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying. That <laughs> was after the first the personal trainer. So he just left, and um, he just left. So I was really red faced. It was my first session. And uh, you know how you're expecting like the next day or the day after that to really ache. I was literally aching Straight the moment away. he left. No, I get that. The moment he left. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his, he came over again yesterday and I did feel better then. Uh, my dad is really fit. He sort of uh, jogs and uh, cycles every day. And he, he phoned yesterday and he was like, well, you won't feel better today. You might not feel better next week. But after that, you'll suddenly start oh feeling God. better. Just do lots of stretching. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Even boys, please don't drop anything on the floor. I can't bend over. <laughs> I feel like, really yeah. bad. Like, Buzz will sit on my leg to read a book. And I'll be like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> like, stay away from me. Don't touch me. I'm not going to pick you up. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see how the training goes. I think I you'll know. feel amazing when you've yeah. done it. And hopefully yeah. you raise lots of money. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. People who are listening to this, make sure you check out Giovanna on things so you mm. can see when you put up your Just Given page and whatever. Thank you. Definitely. So thank you so much for having us. I think we're all done. It's been so nice. Yeah. Thank you. Good luck home. with it all. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so I'm like, so honoured that you're here yeah. and that you picked me as one of your first lot. Thank oh, you. No Don't you want her to be your mummy friend too? I feel yes. like when I have kids, she would just be such a good person to like 
hang out with, tell you everything's okay. I just, I really, really love her. I want her to be my new friend. Tell you, tell her, you know, she's like, your body looks great, love. <laughs> You're doing a really good job. That was so nice, so lovely. And yeah, hopefully we get to see her again. Yeah. Very I, cool. I really hope you guys enjoyed that one. We really enjoyed recording it. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. On Acast or iTunes, whatever you fancy. And because there is only one episode left. Oh my God. Just so excited, like exciting, but terrifying, but actually a little bit sad. We've done nine of these now. That is crazy. And we're starting to plan season two and thinking of some guests. So let us know if you have any recommendations. You can tweet us. We're on Twitter. I'm at Lily Pebbles. Anna's at the Anna Edit. You could also leave us like a little review on iTunes and put in as well. Put in a request. Put in a request. You can rate us on iTunes. And I have actually got a review here from Kits W. She says, really enjoying this. Always loved both blogs and YouTube channels. Now I have a baby. I find it hard to have the time for those. Now I listen to lots of podcasts while I clean and cook. She wrote in brackets, my exciting life. And I love this. They are both so natural and lovely with great guests. It's definitely my cup of tea. However, like with both blogs and Instagram accounts, it makes me want to shop. Oh my God. What a nice <laughs> Sorry, comment. <laughs> Thank you. So lovely. Also worth noting that Adam Durbridge is on sound and Sam Shtabi is our producer. And we'll speak to you guys next week for our final episode. <gasps> oh my God. Bye. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye.